This is the Financial Coconut Podcast, Singapore's first personal finance podcast network. I'm your host, Reggie, aka your chief financial coconut. Every Wednesday, you'll be chilling with me and my guests, who are some of the quirkiest, geekiest people we can find on the internet about how they do money and life. Sit back, relax. We are a few days away from the weekend. Welcome to Chill Swift TFC. Towards the end, right? I was like, oh. I don't want to see a single truffle anymore. You know, yeah. I'm ready to go it's back. It's not smell. It's not beautiful at all, right? The smell is, yeah, is annoying. Well, it yeah. was so strong. And yeah. and what, what people smell is the 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 retail grade or the good truffles. You know, what, if you smell the, the rotten truffles, ones. Holy those shit. are damn gross. You know, very sour. Some like every tr- yeah, every truffle has a different smell, and the rotten ones are, are very gross. They're like custard inside. You know. Welcome to Choose with TFC, where we sit down with the geekiest, quirkiest individuals to learn about how they do money and live. I'm your host, Reggie, aka your chief financial coconut. And today we will focus on a crazy duo. <laughs> I mean it when I say it, right? They decided to quit their full-time job in TikTok to go to Australia to pick berries. Yeah, crazy, right? Those type of people. <laughs> but besides but besides the usual, I feel no meaning here. You know, I was not progressing. They actually had a return arc. They came back to Singapore and is re-entering the corporate grind with a new level of awakening. I feel that everyone should listen to them and everyone should kind of go through this process. You know, it, it is very interesting. I'll, I'll let them share more, okay? But besides besides that, they also went on to discuss their working holiday visa in Australia and all the various visa options. How do you apply for them? What are the different ways to go about? If you really see now Singapore, can you go there? All these other things, right? So at the end, they did come back to Singapore, right? So it is not that everybody has to go there, but maybe this is a side quest that you want to play around with to see if this is what you want. Are there other options out there? And I know many people feel very tired very very tired recently around this whole corporate grind so maybe this is an alternative right so introducing Jordan Lim and Chloe Ng who quit their corporate grind to pick berries yeah? but now they quit their berry job to come back to the corporate grind I'll let them share more this is Chills with TFC so we roll uh, another episode of Chills with TSC. Maybe for our audience that don't know you yet, you can just start with a simple introduction. Like, what do you do? Why are you guys here? How do you become famous? You know, all that jazz. I start first. Yeah, so my name is Jordan. I'm 27 this year. It's been since, what, eight months? We've been in Australia for eight months doing working holiday. And now we're back here in Singapore. I'm currently fun employed. Yeah. <laughs> fun employed. <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't count as unemployed. I like, just uh, currently just living. Uh, just, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Unemployed, say unemployed is okay. But anyway, unemployed. anyway. My name is Chloe. I'm currently 26 years old. I went on a working holiday visa with Jordan. And um, just chilling, taking my time to look for jobs now because the job market is shit. And nobody's hiring. And it's the end of the year. So maybe just travel. Use up all my savings to travel for the rest of the year. And that one is not, not a TFC approved message. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but it's hers, right? So she can decide on her own. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. Don't need savings. My mother says she can survive with $20 in the bank. Last time with one kid. She asked me why I cannot. So I want to show her that I can also. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't do that. 
but maybe share me a little bit. Like it, it feels like it's a trend these days, right? Like more and more people are just a, a bit more chill about getting a job. You know, not in a hurry. You know, it transcends. Like, I mean, that some of the millennials are like that, but I think the gen, you are Gen Zs, right? No, you are you are late millennials. Between the Gen Z's and the millennials, when you're too too young to be too, a millennial, yeah. to have the millennial mindset, too old to and be a Gen Z. I wouldn't say too old, but you have the capacity to pick up Gen Z lingo. Yeah. So we are evolved. They call the Zillennials. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Slay. Right, right. So, so before I forget, this is. <laughs> so, 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 yeah. I learned it from another oh show when I did it with the Gen Z guy Slay. Yeah, I know. I learned it from the office. I'm like, who's slaying whom? I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> oh my God. Okay, okay. But, but is this the trend today? Like, people are just not thinking about getting a career. What's happening? I think it's. I would say more and more people are, are aware that, you know, it's, there's more to life than just picking up a full-time job. So, you know, the, the very um, traditional pathway is, that is sort of like, I wouldn't say forced, but it's paced for us. It's like once you study and you graduate, you get a full-time job. And then if you want to own place, you got a BTO for that, right? And then, yeah, so with, and in order to fund that BTO, you got to go keep working, keep hustling. Yeah, so... Um, uh, I think a lot of people don't really see the point in that. Or, or to, I wouldn't say see the point, but more like there's more to just slave your way through, you know? It's, yeah, so. What <laughs> <laughs> It's like really slave your way through. Okay, those, yeah. are, those are big words. Huh? Yeah. Okay, so I, I feel this sentiment because if you go to like, I, I browse on Reddit quite a lot. Huh? So if you go to like r slash ask Singapore, ask SG. Um, not BBFA, huh? No, no. <laughs> that's, 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 that's EDMW. That's a different, yeah. different threat. Different, huh? yeah, yeah, different, different age group also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So <laughs> a lot of um, people on ask SG were always asking like, what is the salary income that that is um, that you should have to, to like survive in Singapore? Something like that. And also people always say that they feel very unhappy, very depressed. Because every day, nine to five, come back, they're too tired to do on what they like, to do things on what they like, or like they watch shows, and then after that, it's time to go to bed, and then they repeat this cycle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think they're just more aware that, but the thing is not, not all, all of them are willing to make that move, you know, to do something different, to, do, to change the pace. Yeah. If I can dive down there, right? I mean, we, we come from, I mean, our own parents, for example, right? For them is, uh, at least for me, and, and you guys can tell me as well. For me is really, my parents would be like, no, I got to go in to put food on the table. I don't care what I do as long as I, you know, earn the money, et cetera, et cetera. Where else even myself and I mean, and yourselves as well, we aren't thinking like that, right? It's this completely different shift. Why, why do you think that is for, for you guys? Yeah. No, and I, I want to add on that, right? It's a lot of people when they think about this is like, oh, yeah, working, working holidays for the people that cannot, cannot like tahan the stress or cannot, not doing well in their life. Right. But to be fair, I've met many people like, like they're doing pretty decent that are just exploring another thing. Right, because they, they have done the grind, they have accumulated enough, maybe a bit old for a working holiday. <laughs> we'll talk about 
about the details. Me on God, okay. God. We'll talk about the details in a while. Stay tuned, you know. But but I think it is a trend, right? It can you can you can say that it is a post-pandemic thing because you know, two years you knock yourself off the system and then people are all rediscovering. So what is life? What do I want? Right? Is the BTO the thing, right? I cannot say much, you know, HDB will attack, right? So <laughs> so but you you know, right? There's this is a it's just a, a shift across whether or not you are doing financially well or not. I think everyone is renegotiating what, what is success, right? So yeah, maybe you can continue with that question. You want to say I something? Guess personally, it's some for me, only after I've left the system, right? Then I really feel like it hey, actually there's more to life than like working. I mean, okay, Matt, all of us want to like keep ourselves alive, right? But then in Singapore, it's like, oh, it has to be like a good paying, high paying job to pay off my debts because you want to get married and buy a house. But then in Australia, I realized I can get by with minimum wage, because they have minimum wage, of course. I can get by with like working one job. If I can feed myself and I can pay for rent, I'm happy enough. And everybody, not everybody, but most people there live like that. Can, can I say something yeah. like that, right? But over here, because all my friends are like, oh, looking for promotion. I need to take out more projects. I need more money because I, oh, I need to buy ring and shit like that. <laughs> Let me just give, give a bit more context, right? No, no, not, not, not to, not to ring and shit, but maybe just um, deep dive into what she's saying, right? I'm saying like, um, so you said like our parents, we, they are always very focused. Our parents' generation are focused on putting food on the table, right? And back then, I would say that it wasn't, it was, not that easy as well. But when it comes to um, our generation, things are getting more and more expensive. You know, if I, it's, I think it's, it's very easy to tell that you, you can never be financially independent just having one job alone, right? And pr prices of housing, prices of goods are all increasing. So I think there's this general feeling that um, things are getting more expensive and our wages are not going high enough. So we need to, you know, keep hustling and keep trying to increase our like spending not spending, but increase the earning power. Yeah. So there is that kind of like a pressure. Now, if you want to settle down, you want to start a family, then people will, will think like, oh, having a child is so expensive. Then if I don't feel that I can provide the child, I don't, I cannot give them a good life, right? Then I don't want it at all. Mm -hmm. Fair, fair, fair. And, and, I, and I would think that it's a, a city problem, a big city problem. And uh Two ways, right? I mean, I've, I've talked about this. Is the manifestation between the hustle culture and the laying flat, right? It's just two sides of the same coin. It's just how you react to the situation, right? But I want to dig a little bit. Chloe, just now you were talking about like life in Australia, you know, not about the ring, la. ring does not matter. La. Anyway, no ring sponsor us or so, right? So it's fine, right? But, but it's more like, the way of life, right? It's not about the freely, freely things, you know? How is the way of life there? Like, and maybe you can share with our audience a little bit. Like, how did y'all end up there to begin with, right? Yeah. Okay, so um, basically, we... I was at a point of in time of my job, right, where there's no progression because my team was pretty small and then everybody does everything. So I feel like there's no way for me to climb and th there's no structure. So I was like thinking, okay, since it's post-COVID and everybody's traveling, why not I just like quit my job and then spend some time in Australia because I have family there and I haven't seen them in a while, ma. So I was like, okay, quit. So the first, the first thing that came to mind is, okay, quit. Then what next? So last year we, we went to Australia for holiday. And then my uncle is a very strong believer of the Australian working culture. He loves the work there. He's like, oh, the money is good. Uh, we end work early and stuff. So in Australia, there's this thing called FIFO, fly in, fly out. Like 
usually is for the mining industry and he works in the mining industry. So he fly in for two weeks and then he fly out for two weeks. So you work for two weeks and then you rest for two weeks. And the money is like amazing. It's yeah. really, really very good. You yeah. save a lot because they provide accommodation, they provide food. Yeah. So you take home your wages and then in that, um, I think it's the work-life balance is very, very proper. Proper, you know. Yeah. So, so balanced, only 5 p.m. close shower. That is true. <laughs> yeah. Like, when I was traveling, I was like, what the hell? No, no. I was, after dinner, open. I was very excited. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Shots, shots. Oh, balik So, um, he, so last year we went over holiday, right? So he asked me, um, what is my expected pay? Yeah, I remember in the car, wow, he, he fetched me on the airport, right? He just asked me, oh, so uh, what? how much do you expect to earn in a year? Then I was like, okay. So um, usually, that's so why I said, I want to earn about 5K a month uh, within the next year. Then he was like, so little. And then I just like, isn't that normal? Because my starting pay is about three. Then I think five is a stretch already, but I didn't want to look like a loser, right? So I just tell him I'm uh, five. Then he was like, why don't I just come and work? So um, he kept like selling the idea of working in Australia. True lah, it sounds really good. And then he got really convinced and yeah. he started thinking to, about to it. It's fair, like a right? worm in his head, you know? The, yeah. His uncle, his uncle, her uncle was saying, um, you want to earn 5K a month, right? You can just be a, like a clerk supervisor yeah. like in really a low, supermarket. Not That's, say low, yeah, but easier yeah. jobs in... So the wages yeah. there are, are very high. Mm. If you want to be a bus driver there, right, you can earn at least 80,000 a year. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And um, to put more in context, like the the FIFO industry for mining, um, you can earn at least a hundred k a year just being like a laborer or a driller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and his uncle does planning and scheduling, so it's more than that. It's big money, oh. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, okay. So then, how do you end up with this like working holiday thing? So maybe do you earn that kind of money? When you're no, working holiday? Uh, uh, no, 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 no. I would say it's very different. But um, because, so so how I did the math was, first thing I was, I was a bit, for, for me, I was unfulfilled in, in my job as well because of circumstances. I don't see myself, um, I couldn't see like the long-term progression in that, in that job, right? And also I like to, um, for me, I personally, I feel that in the work I do, I need to have a lot of fulfillment and purpose and I couldn't see that as well. So I, I decided. It's a millennial problem. Uh. Yeah, I think yeah. it is. I, I always joke <laughs> with her. meaning? Uh, what I, I joke with her, right? It's like, once you're 25, right? Your, your frontal, pre-frontal cortex pre-frontal is cortex fully, fully developed. That's, that's how the quarter life crisis thinking, comes. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. how you have quarter life crisis. That's when you start thinking, uh, what's my place in this world? Like, what mm, do I want to do? I get it, I yeah. get it. And then, um, and then after that, like her uncle was telling me about life in Australia. So I thought to myself, like, um, maybe I want to work. Like I have overseas experience like corporate experience, maybe go and try something different, figure out like what's the culture like over there, you know? And a lot of people um, have, and her uncle has been telling me that, oh, a lot of Singaporeans come to Australia, they work, right? Then they go back to Singapore, they don't like it there, then they come back to Australia again, that kind. Yeah, because they cannot deal with the the, the pace in, in Singapore. It's too fast and it's very like stressful. Yeah. And then, so I, I, I looked up and then there was like minimum wage in, um, in Australia, right, it's about $27 to $28 an hour. And then I calculated, actually, if we do consistently like <laughs> nine to five for um, a month, right, the wages that we get from minimum wage is almost the same or maybe even more than what we're earning right now because we are just like very entry level jobs. Yeah. So we, 
since there's nothing much to lose, right? And I'm saying this in, in coming from a place of privilege, you know, we don't have debt and, and we, we don't rent in Singapore. So coming from a place of privilege, we feel that why not just take the leap, you know, if there's very little to lose. Mm-hmm. So what, what, what did y'all go into in, in that working holiday thing? How, yeah. do, you, how do you apply? What, what, what happened there? Okay. Um, okay, so this one is because I, I do most of the research, yeah. right? So the first thing is I, I told my parents, okay, I wanted to go and work. No. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> you just got a job, yeah. you know. You're running oh, away. Yeah, you see how right? Where you, where you work, go Australia, pick berries. Actually, on the contrary, right? So this is what I proposed first. I said I want to work in corporate, corporate in Australia. Let them down easy, okay? Right? <laughs> it's it's more like I I set the bar very high for myself. You know, I want to work corporate. So what I did, right? I went to apply for a lot of uh, corporate jobs in Australia, like in the similar industry. And then I realized that none of them got back to me because. They are very traditional in, in the corporate world. They like to call people and I don't have a Australian phone number. And maybe they are also not that, um, they, they're not, they don't, they like to hire locals as well. Yeah. So I thought, okay, since I cannot uh, apply a job from Singapore offshore, why don't we go over and we apply? Then apply. Yeah. So I was looking, what kind of visas allows you to, to stay in Australia long-term? Because our tourist visa only allows for three months maximum. And you cannot work yeah. on the tourist visa. And it's very strict restrictions. Mm. No working, no studying. Uh, looking, okay, what's the next level? The next level is working holiday. Working holiday, they let you go over for one year. You can uh, enter and exit the country anytime. And there are still working restrictions. The working restriction is that you cannot work longer than six months under a same employer. Yeah. And then you have like four months of uh, maximum to study there. Ah, okay. So you can do both. Yeah. So technically you could study and work at the same time. You can. And people do do that actually. Yeah. Like it's very like different, like a culture shock. You know, when you go to school, like everybody's your age, right? But in Australia, if you go take masters or you go uni, right? There are like people in their 30s, 40s still studying also. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Right. Interesting. Okay. So, I mean, I think our, our listeners also will be quite interested, right? I mean, as we, as we spoke about um, this sort of, epiphany i guess is is across regardless of whether you're earning well or whether you're just starting out your career right with i remember when i tried to apply for working holiday so uh Vita i Bagron, entertained all the idea also before but yes please continue yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I i went to uni in australia right but unfortunately just like what you said they like to hire locals and in order for you to get a job at least for me i needed to be pr and in order to be PR, you need to have a job. So it's like a, yeah. almost a closed loop, like, right? Yeah, it is, it is. Right? So then I was looking also at other ways to, to go ahead and try and stay in the country. Um, and working holiday was one of it. But apparently, you need, for in, when I applied 2013, 2014, you needed to come from like a third world nation. So like Malaysia, you could get working holiday. Singapore, you couldn't. And they take a look at your passport. Is that still the same case now? Like what's the difference? Um, no, it's no longer the same case. So... It's actually very, very different now because um, for in the if you look into the immigration website for Australia government, right, the working holiday visa has two different classes. So the first is a 417 and the other was a 462. So the only difference between these two visas is that one, you don't need to show any educational background. But for 462, you need to show that you have at least a tertiary background. Yeah, in, in the education. Tertiary means, means like high school. You, um, poly, poly, poly okay, graduate okay, or okay. IT graduate mm. or like university JC grad. JC, no, I have to go like university. Uh, yeah. Repeat, uh, repeat. So, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So when, when we go, on, when we apply for it, right, they will require like a long list of um, supporting documents you need. So 
the most importantly is your tertiary education and above and you need to show that you have you you can speak English basically so for us it was easy because we take Cambridge A level O levels so that is the proof of itself that we can speak English yeah then other than that the other requirement they need is you need to have at least 5,000 AUD in your bank yeah because they want you to be able to support yourself when you go over so you can travel because the whole point of the working holiday is though it depends on how they people see it like some people go there to earn money but some people really just go there and travel and if they run out of funds they can work short term to fund their travel again mm, nice 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 okay and and so what is the difference i mean the requirements are different between 417 and 462 okay but then what what is the difference in terms of like what you then can get the difference is the, the both um, the classes are the same yeah, yeah. So it's just whether you... So they have quotas for each. Let's put it that way. Like. Yes, there is. Whether, there is. Right? Yeah. Whether you are uneducated, right? Or whether you educated, mm-hmm. then they will just... As crude as it goes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, as crude as it goes. Every country has a, a quota for how many people can apply. Oh, yeah. So how many Singaporeans I can, think it's 2,500. 2, okay. Singaporeans okay. from yeah. Singapore. Yeah, a year. And the past two years, because of COVID, right? They actually increased the quota by, I think, 30%. So there's like the 3,000 people can apply. Nice, nice. After today, then no no spot already. It'll be... <laughs> so, <laughs> so the year is ending up. Next no, year. actually, they, they are, the start and end is in July. Yeah, so it's in the middle of the year. Okay, 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 fair. So then after you get the visa, right? You apply this whole thing. You, you go through the standard processes with the immigration and all that, right? I, I presume. But those are simple. You just go and Google, you get there, right? Yeah. So after you get it, what, what happens next? What, what do y'all do? Um, once we got it, you basically, your visa is granted for one year. So um, you have one year to enter Australia. And then when you enter Australia, that date will, will be the start date of your working holiday visa. And then, yeah. So your visa will end on one year after. Yeah. Um, what we did was I I just waited for her visa to be approved. And then once we did it, there wasn't much to think about. Like we, our next plan is just to go over there and start start finding. Yeah, start finding jobs. So take us through that. Yeah. So you pack your bags, you say bye-bye mom and dad. Our food is in. Then you took a plane and you went there. But which, like, how did you move from there to berry picking? So when we reached there, right, uh, we stay at my grandma's house first because we don't have a job. Love it, yeah. Love it, got relatives there. Yeah, yeah. easy, right? That's why we picked Perth also, yeah. yeah. Because I had family there. Initially, we picked Perth because um, clo- it's closer to Singapore and because Same I had family zone. there. But then I realized it w- might not have been the best de- de- decision, decision that we, yeah. we have made because, because of family there, they kept pressuring us to like, or me, la, okay, not, not him, to get a job. Yeah. Yeah, I, because- I think there is a uh, there is two different. Mm. Okay, you want you finish it? No, you say. Oh, okay, different. sorry. Yeah, there, there's two there's two like um thoughts here lah. So first is when you when um because we we save a lot lah for sure. We save on rent. We save on food. Um, when we are staying with our grandma, but the thing is we don't have we don't we we don't have any like avenues to make friends. More specifically, backpacking friends because um they they will know like where's the best place to work and like. If you want to find a job, maybe they know a friend of a friend of a friend, you know, and then they can like... Whose colleague got fired. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know... You, who, who, it's true, that's how it works, It's true, right? it's true, yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, then they can, like you basically make connections. Uh, it's very important, right? Networking. So when we stay with family, um, it's very close, but in our own bubble. But 
we still managed to find a very picking job at first because they are very big on Facebook groups there. Yeah, so shout out to the Singapore Working Holiday Facebook group. Right. So the, the earlier ones, those people, those Singaporean backpackers that came to Australia, right, they, they, some of them wrote a guide on how to find jobs. Shit. Wow. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still shocked you, you guys still use Facebook. But I mean... <laughs> we have to use Facebook. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. No, no choice. Yeah, no, no choice. choice. Like, I scroll Facebook more than, Facebook than like Instagram. Facebook groups are strong. And yeah. Facebook knows it. Facebook knows correct, it, correct. right? Maybe I've not people, in Singapore. Like Singapore people just use Facebook to look at memes that our friends share. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but over there, they are very big on, on Facebook. They, like, so the Facebook groups that we had, um, most importantly, the Singapore one, they wrote a guide on like, here's how you can find um, a, a job in Australia, like, like a farm job. So I, I, maybe I need to give some context first, right? The reason why we choose to do a farm job is because um, on your working holiday visa, right? It's only valid for one year, but you have, you have the option to extend for another year up to three years. So the only requirement to do that, to extend for a second year, you have to do at least 88 days of hospitality or farming work in regional or remote Australia. So you cannot do it in the city. You have to do it somewhere else outside of the city. Yeah. So that will grow. So city means Sydney and Melbourne. Yeah, Sydney, no, 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 Melbourne, Perth. Perth. The city. Yeah, the city yeah. So they have very specific postcodes of regions. Like maybe three hours out of the city, that's regional already. And then if you work farm, if you do farm work there, it's vet, um, the, your hours can go to come your, towards come your, towards your 88 days. days. Oh. Yeah. So the first year you do 88 days, which is equivalent to three months of farm work. Then you can apply for a second year. And then in your second year, you need to do at least six months. Then you can apply for your third year. And then your third year, you don't have to do anymore. Like, so you just apply PR. Out. Yeah, apply. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah. Is that how it works? I don't know, I'm guessing. <laughs> it's a five-year thing? Or? There is a lot of pathways on okay. how you can achieve PR. Because yes. share a lot of, okay, this is um, not personal experience, but based on like- Research. The, yeah, research yeah. and groups, right? So a lot of, I wouldn't say a lot. Lah. Singaporeans that, that go over to Australia, they want to work there, right? They mostly go on a working holiday visa first. And then they spam- they spam the like corporate, uh, they just apply to a lot of corporate jobs and then see whether they are willing to hire. So if they're willing, if they're willing to hire you, right, they will give you like a short-term work visa. Built on top of the working holiday visa. So, so that's a prerequisite first, right? Yeah. So no, the, the working holiday visa allows you to be in Australia long-term to apply. And then once, if you find an employee who's willing to sponsor you, right, your visa changes to a working visa. Ah, yeah. So you're looking for a sponsor. Yeah, yeah they have to okay. sponsor you. Okay. But if you're, let's say if your occupation is on this, um, this list called the shortage of labor list, right? Which they released, the Australian government released every year. And, and they're always looking for people like nurses, teachers, nurses, always engineers, top on the line, yes. Yeah, accountants, these kind of things. Um, if you're highly sought for, you can, you, are, you can be invited to apply for this thing called the skilled independent visa. So this one is not sponsored by any employer. So you have like, you can go anywhere. It's like government scholarship. Yeah. Uh. It's like a, yeah, like government <laughs> wants you. Yeah, yeah, so stay the government, stay the government right, sponsor yeah. your visa. But I mean, you pay the administration fees and all. But that allows you to work for five years maybe and then convert with the, with any, most possibly you can convert to PR there. Nice. Okay. Okay. So in so the the conversion will be about five years lah. Then you apply to see whether you can kind of thing. And if like say the last resort, right? There's always partner visa. <laughs> Go there, find Australian. Isn't that your visa? 
think it is. It is. Yes, yes, yes. So my wife is Australian. Um, so we met in uni, and then because I couldn't get the working holiday visa, I couldn't stay there. Easier, easier. No, no, no. So I don't have PR in Australia. So because I couldn't get the working holiday visa there. I came back here and she got a working holiday visa in Singapore. Oh. So she did actually the complete opposite that you guys did. Nice, nice. Um, come here to, to come do here working holiday. under a working holiday visa and then got a corporate company to sponsor. Nice. That's the strat. That's, so that's the strat. That's, so we did completely opposite <laughs> to what you guys did. Um, but yeah, so I think that's that's a that's a really, really cool avenue, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, to, to try and get cool. PR and, cool. and stuff like this. Yeah. Maybe you can shed some light about your actual experience working in Australia. Yeah. You know, I did all the yeah. research. Right? And then I just yeah. tell her and she just, okay. My bro in this is like, <laughs> go, go, go. Go, let's yeah. do it, let's do like, it. Right? He always, yeah. Okay, so he have this, he, he always likes photography, right? Then after he always say like, oh, over here he never, then I, then I keep telling him, you go Australia, then you end work at five, you got so much time to do everything that you want to do. Which is why people in Australia, right, have so many hobbies. They know so many things. It's true. Because there's so much time. Yeah. Even after your full-time job. He said nowhere to shop. Yeah. Nowhere to shop, exactly. Nowhere to shop, nowhere to play. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. You have to do something to You have to do something, yeah. So uh, we did berry picking. Uh, so we bought on a raspberry farm. And it was really cool because... In my life, I've never seen such a huge farm before. Was this like, sorry, you don't mind me asking? Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Was this north Why of, not Blueberry? Why south. not? No, this is not Perth near, your wine re- near the wine region or stuff like this. South, oh, south, south. south. So, yeah. you know, like Margot River, mm. those areas, right? Those, those are south of Perth, but we are at southwest um, in this very small town called Pemberton. Oh, yeah. which is regional yeah. western regional. Australia yes yeah. to account for the 88 days yes. <laughs> because the initial plan was to finish the 88 days extend our visa so we have more time to like convince employers to, to sponsor us you know that was the initial plan yeah so when we reached there all we had to do was to find a farm work and then just like whack farm work for 88 days so we did that it was the first time I actually wake up so early or so because my job here is like 3 to 11 p.m. So I don't have to oh. wake up at all. But don't start work so late. Yeah, because we do a, a shift work. Oh. Yeah, because we, we work at I'm in charge of like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. global moderators. Ma, so there are oh. uh, three timings. So, wow. And you wake up at like 5.30 um, a.m. every day to go to work. Mm. yeah it was, it was pretty cool like it's something that I never I will never ever get to do here Are I can say for sure money no people? okay okay yeah. <laughs> you see the you see the no yeah no but I want to hear a little bit more like the physical experience yeah. like, how yeah, was yeah. it like you know so, like Singaporeans all like office people yeah, right yeah, 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 yeah. then you go there do the grind yeah how so is it? Yeah. in Singapore right everyday you clock 10k steps after work right but then yeah no but no, the job gives you the 10K stats because what we do in Westbury, right, is um, so everybody will hold seven jugs and then we will tie like a belt or a scarf around your waist and then you stuff the jugs with the handles around your waist. Yeah. So we have six good berry jugs and one jam jug. Jam jug. Yeah. So jam jugs are like berries that are soft or like a bit like um, discolored and you put in a jam jug and then you pick a uh, good berries into the six jugs. So for our job, we did picking and packing. So after we pick the berries, we need to go to a packing sh- uh, a packing van. Yeah, so, call it? yeah. yeah, it's like this mobile van. And then you can open the table. Yeah, and, and then there's yeah. like a fold-out table. Uh, and then the supervisors are on in the van. To and check then the basically berries, what yeah. we do is we take the cover box, we fold into the 
box. Then we take the punnets, the plastic punnets. Mm. Then we put it out. We take our jug. We pour in our hand. Then we we pour into the punnets, and then we sort them out. Make sure that the colors are uniform. Yeah. And then um, it gets sold in the Singapore NTC. Yeah. So like you know right. those Driscoll, 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 right? Driscoll, 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 Driscoll. One punnet is like seven twenty, right? Uh. But then over there, right, the piece rate is one box, which is twelve punnets, is worth seven twenty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At the farm or at the supermarket? At the farm. Okay, okay. So wow. we get paid like seven twenty per box, which is twelve punnets. Right. Yeah. Then you all can eat also while you They say hey, cannot lah. Eating holiday, yeah. Uh. It's working holiday, not holiday. So okay? working to yeah, put yeah. some yeah. Some yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you think about this, uh, when you pick right, the berries are your wages. Will you wanna eat your money? Mm. Mm. But so we smart, we go to the strawberry farm, we eat the strawberries. Ah. <laughs> Because it's not our wish, you know? That's what I wanted to hear. Okay, that's it. Right, hungry, go to the strawberry side. Just across, just opposite only. Well done. Well done. Don't shit where you eat. Well done, well done. Love it, love it. Okay, okay. Wait, so so for for colour's sake, your work is not an hourly rate. It's based on the produce that you pay. Okay, so last time, right, before 2022, farm work, they pay by piece rate. Piece rate meaning how many boxes you pack then that's how much you get paid. But then after 2022, they had this labor strike and then um, the government changed the model to minimum wage. So the minimum wage is like 27, right? But how the farm works is that they will still calculate how many boxes you pack. And then they at the end of the day, right, there's this Excel sheet. How many boxes you pack? How many hours work? So you actually earned this much wage, which is like maybe 20, maybe 24. And then at the end, or during payday, right, the farm will pay extra to make up your wage. Yeah, to make it up for the minimum wage. So they just want to know what's your output. La, Correct. Yeah, yeah. Check your efficiency. Yeah, rate, yeah, yeah. Check your efficiency. If not, you'll be the friend that got fired and then they can. Uh, the friend that will introduce the friend, the friend, the friend. So come, when right? we just joined, right, it wasn't so stressful because all they did, all the supervisor was like, they asked you like, okay, how's our supervisor is Malaysian? And then we're Asian, man. Then he was like, Yeah, so every day he just said, Yeah, but I won't do anything. So that was back in March, right, when we did a raspberry picking then our friend our other backpacker friend who went back to the raspberry farm like earlier this month they changed the rules because I think they don't want to pay so they say okay you can they you can pick the berries but if you're too slow for two weeks they'll sack you yeah, yeah, yeah. because mm. the, if you're very slow then the farm have to pay like, yeah it's to not make worth up, it for the for farm minimum wage. Yeah. Then they'll lose fire like this yeah yeah they can because mm. I thought they had a lot of labor laws in no. Australia so fun. the thing is we are employed under as casual employees. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So casual work means that there's yeah, no casual work. Yeah. 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 Just like you. So never had more on Okay. Okay. Very casual. Stay home. Stay home. So for backpackers, um, we are paid our, like casual rates, which is the most ex- which is the highest tier lah. So it's like twenty seven. But if you're part time, you have benefits. Then your hourly pay is lower. So how much you can rack in within a month on average? On average. Yeah. So um, over there we were paid on a weekly basis. And initially, I think the best we've got was like maybe seven hundred a week. Aussie dollars. Yeah, Aussie dollars. Okay. After tax. After tax. After, yeah, after tax. Tax is fifteen percent. Fifteen. So they just take. They just deduct fifteen percent of your salary. Little. Yeah. But as a foreigner, little. what do you get for the tax? Get to use the roads, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Medical is there any, any no, benefits? The tax is basically okay. just it's just there. Yeah, they just oh, take okay. it. Yeah. So that's why it's less lah, mm. because you have to find your own hospital or anything else. Okay. okay. But for that there's um there's like travel, there's like medical insurance that you can buy, like backpacking insurance. That one will have to cover on, on a site, but they have to find that yourself. Lah. 
Yeah. Okay. 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 So best was like 700 plus a week. Um, sometimes. So the, the thing about Barry work, right. is it's a seasonal thing, you know? So there's only be, like be, a few, a few months. Right. And then at the start, there's a lot of berries to pick. So you pick like very shook, you know, you pick a lot, you get a lot of money, but toward the end, when the season is ending, most of the berries are pretty shit. La, so they turn into jam or like maybe one day you only pack like very few. And when there's no berries to pack, right. We, we end work early. So the hours we started, right, initially was like 6 a.m. we start. Then work until 10, 30, break half an hour, 11, continue to 2 p.m. Yeah. But then towards the end, right, sometimes we end as early as 10, 30 or maybe 11. So maybe like 300 to $400 a week. Okay. Oh, okay. So that means then the minimum wage is only for those hours. Like, yes. Yeah. Only as during the hours. Yeah. Okay. And then how much were you paying for rent and all that stuff? Rent. We lived in a motel that was 15 minutes away from the farm. Okay. And the motel had long-term accommodation because- The motel um, has, has adopted this system yeah. into its yeah, because, own because uh, all, all the workers on the farm stay there oh. as well. So basically backpackers. Uh. Yeah. yeah, it's like- No, actually our but farm- That farm that we went, right? There was only like five backpackers. The rest of them were- Five Asians. Five Asians. <laughs> yeah. Singaporeans? No, Taiwanese, Taiwanese and one Hong Kong. Hong Kong. And yeah. two Singaporeans, wow, yeah. Cool. Yeah, and the other workers are like, sort of like the the foreign workers. Like, you know, when like in Singapore, the context, right? The foreign domestic workers, they, they come over on a working visa, right? Same for them. They are like the Pacific Islanders. They come from Vanuatu. They come from Tonga. Yeah. So they come here with the sole purpose of just working on berry farms. Okay. And yeah. everybody stays in that motel. Yes. yes. Okay. How much how much do you cost then? Um for that one for one room, when this one room is split into two separate sections and then each section has two beds. So one room can fit four people. The motel optimized. Yeah. Optimized. Super yeah. optimized. Yeah. Mixed round with double deckers. Yeah. 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 Then we yeah. got like Hong Kong triple decker. Have you seen those shit in Hong Kong? Next time we talk about yeah. it. But yeah. Um one room is one fifty a week. One room is one fifty a week, so four but people share that one fifty. So one fifty per pack. Okay, okay. So per the, week. that motel have two sections. They have we call it the top block and the bottom block. So bottom block are all the um islanders and the backpackers. So backpackers, our rooms are more atas. It's like one layer big one. But the islanders, they are dub the double decker beds. Oh, one room fits six people. Oh, yeah. Already have okay, mm. but it will be cheaper lah. I'm not sure how much they pay, okay. but it's part of their contract. Uh, so they just deduct from their wages. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um we pay 150 per pack, right? For how much how long do we pay? One month plus? One and a half months. One and a half months. Yeah. And then after that, I realized that motel only had one person working. So I asked her, Do you need help? I can work for rent. And she was like, Oh, okay, just nice that week the bosses are coming over from Perth. And then we, I went to ask. So in the end, uh I didn't pay rent. Oh, yeah. yeah she worked for accommodation but I worked for accommodation initially it's supposed to be like 10 hours only and then I changed to full time because I didn't like berry picking so raspberry um, bushes yeah. yeah they're very thorny and yeah. then okay you can see his hand now yeah, actually there's a lot of scars you see? on my hand because um, you put it up for like a lot of scars on, on the hand like now it's healed up already but yeah. last time um, when we started right there was like a lot of like those uh Oh, I can see it. Yeah, because you need to reach yeah, in to reach like in, pick the. You don't wear gloves or anything? Nah, they, they don't let you wear yeah. gloves. Because you need to feel the berry. You, you Sometimes the berry is still very thin, nice. Thin yeah. latex gloves, but you have to cut the fingertips off. You need to feel it. Like it's yeah. wet. Okay. Yeah. So initially, like when, when you're not very good at it, right? You just go in and then you just pluck it out and then go and pluck it out. And then at the end of the day, right? 
it, it's, it's like so much scratches. Then when I take a hot shower, you know, wow, it it's burns. Painful, yeah. yeah. It, it was, uh, I'm not saying unbearable, but it's just not a very good feeling. Mm. So oh. she didn't like it. Yeah, so I went to ask for the housekeeping job and then the, the boss was asking me asking whether I want to do full-time. Right. Then I'm like, yeah, just do full-time. I get paid and I don't need to pay for rent. So, but then it, uh, I was the only person like working for the entire motel. But it's pretty cool. So because like, um, I get to learn like supplying for the motel. Like basically, I run the whole motel. Nice. Yeah, and I it's sh- also under hospitality. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you still call it in days, right? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it all worked out in the end. So she did housekeeping in the end. Like after two weeks into Barry. Right. Uh, into you always have a two weeks. Actually, I lasted one in two weeks. Did you? I did. Okay, I need to go and count a date. So, <laughs> so annoying, you know. He always said, but I last for two weeks. Then I sound like a loser. <laughs> but actually, she got the better end of the deal, right? Like, how much will you pay after that? Um, 30 an hour. More than him. Wow. Yeah. 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 Where you work, right? And because it's a motel, um, people come and look. Yeah, for about duty, yeah, like that, exactly, right? Yeah. Somehow, it's everybody knows you, yeah. right? But then technically, then you are paid all the time as well. Yeah. No la, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then not my door. I charge a dollar. Yeah, but it's video down, boss. Last night, the guy came. <laughs> Uh, we charge hourly no part there off <laughs> yeah then yeah. I learned how to clean like I and then I realized I love cleaning yeah. I like oh to my like God, you Marie Kondo all uh. she's yeah. super proud of like clean, clean the toilet like she got a before and after photo yeah. of the toilet well know. I show my mother's yeah then my, you know my mom like oh then you come and clean the toilet exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, confirm. Don't show. Don't show. You'd be like, what? You can clean so nice. My house, you never clean. My house, the toilet, you never clean. Wow, that's annoying. Sometimes you want to show them something nice, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's pretty, uh, it's a very good experience. Uh. And then, um, because I work for the motel, I get to know most of the islanders because I go down to their rooms to like do inspection and I clean their kitchens and stuff. So um, I made more friends doing housekeeping than berry picking, even though we work on the same farm. Yeah, because yeah. everybody's just rushing. Yeah, it's very competitive. La. Everybody very, just yeah. pick, 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 pick. Sometimes yeah. the, the the older people, right, the Lao Chiaos, right, they like to bully, bully the younger, the younger ones. Oh, yeah. As with all industry. Yeah. I mean, no one's yeah. standard. As with yeah. all industry. <laughs> okay. And put your hands inside, put your hands inside. <laughs> but but it, it sounds like it is a very big shift in the way of life. Yeah. Right here and then over there, scar, then like shower, like set, all. Right, like, did it, how did it, shift your view of life? I'd say that, you know, when when we're doing farm work, like fruit picking, there's really no pressure, you know. Your only, pre- your only like, objective is just to get your job done, get paid, you know. There is no like, oh, I want to be supervisor. I want to be like, farm manager, that kind of things. Yeah, so, essentially, we can just, we have a very like, laid back mentality. Even if we don't do very well, doesn't matter because we can go and find other fruit picking jobs out there. It's not the, it's not like the last chance you have there, right? Yeah. And and also we learn to appreciate a lot a lot more like I would say like like nature, you know, every day, every morning when we wake up, we go to the farm, we see the sunrise. It's it's just very like wow, very breathtaking. Because we have this unblocked view of the sun just rising. Yeah, it's Super nice. It's, I feel very connected to nature as well. I, I don't. You don't? Like, you don't <laughs> <laughs> she, 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 she went to yeah, yeah, the later, I was like, enough. Uh, I'd rather hang out with the toilet. I don't <laughs> hang out with the sun. Yeah. I mean, okay, I, don't, I won't say I feel very connected to nature because it's not like a 
wow, fresh air, this kind of thing for me. It's just... And the lorry drive fast, pop, pop, pop. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I suppose it's very cold and I don't really like the cold. Ma. Yeah. I think it's more of like, um, like he said, oh, no pressure. I just need to do... My, my goals for the day are very simple. Check everybody in, clean all the rooms and then um, just like maybe clean the kitchen and stuff. And once I'm done, I don't need to think about anything. But for Singapore, you bring your work home. Yeah, then you're always thinking like, oh, uh, is she doing better than me? Or like, why is she getting more projects than me and stuff? But over there, it's not the case. I think it's the nature of the work also. Uh, it's things that I've never tried before. And even though it's very labor intensive, it's more fulfilling than an office job. Because I get to see from my own eyes, like the things that I do. And that people are happy. Though. Yeah, I think that's very personal. Um, and I think one of the the... In very important stuff like we like to do the very small chores like you know we go to the laundromat oh yeah we enjoy very, those yeah, very enjoy small activities we enjoy going to the grocery store yeah. and stuff things that we don't get to do I mean you get to go to the grocery store here but it's the very like so, in out kind of thing yeah, like going for something yeah. like yeah. ideas yeah but then we always walk and yeah. walk and it's walk a, and it's buy a small town, stuff yeah. and then, you know we have like we have the energy to hey let's go look at the bakery mm. and we go walk down and then we go to like basically just there's really nothing much to explore but even though there's nothing much to explore, there, there's those small activities where we go down and just see, like even like the secondhand shop, we love going yeah. there to like look for thrift shop. Yeah, 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 like thrift shop, look for like small items and see where they can buy because it's so cheap as well. I think the biggest thing is um we don't have very good internet there. And when I say not very good, it's really shitty. Like uh, yeah, really bad. Your videos don't load, nothing loads. And then it, slowly slowly we don't use our phones anymore yeah yeah I started doing Sudoku what the hell like, <laughs> I want a Sudoku book because it's an offline game oh no 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 build a book video you can do offline right? the numbers won't even come out the, the grid won't come out because the internet is so bad there oh my god yeah. so then I do crossword we spend a lot of time and energy into other stuff like mm. we I, I personally enjoyed cooking mm. yeah we had we had a commercial kitchen to use because the motor had a restaurant previously but they closed down so we used the because she's the only person working there yeah, right you know the double o the receptionist yeah, yeah, yeah. Reception. Then the second no, person receptionist is also me oh so yeah going clean the room yeah 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 oh shit yeah so I I spent a lot of time in the kitchen just uh, cooking dinner, cooking lunch, and just looking at new recipes, trying different things. And, yeah. And Last time when we cooked, right, because we went exchange earlier, right, then I will say, okay, you just like mix this together. Then he always doubt me. He's like, can me, will this mix? And then like he, he said he must follow the recipe. Like one teaspoon means have to be one teaspoon. I a bit more than he like, it's too salty and it's not nice. Then if the food doesn't come out nice, right, he'll say, because you add a bit more of the thing. Never follow the recipe. Yeah. But then after, after he went, over to um to Pemberton then wow he can just like free and easy then after that I now become I ask him do you follow recipe then he's like no I just add yeah oh, nice like all the grandmothers do right uh, they just you add until your ancestors you just want hand drop you add until your ancestors ask you to stop in your head like okay 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 it sounds like it's quite an experience for you guys, right? And then why do you come back? Yeah, actually, I, I do have that question, right? You guys did the 88 days to stay for an extra year. That was the plan. Eight months later, you come back already. Yeah. What happened, family? Why are you yeah. back? Um, okay, for me, it's part of the reason is, yes, family. Because I'm very close to my family. And 
um, especially my grandma. And then I, I just jokingly asked her like, oh, you want me to stay here more or you want me to go back? And then she's just like, come back, come back, you know, because she misses me. And yeah, so I feel that, um, and I don't, I don't particularly think that's a bad thing because I do want to spend more time with my family. You know, you never know how, when they will pass on or stuff like that, you know? Yeah. But another factor was that at a point in time, um, I was a bit tired of farm work, not going to lie. Like when we moved on to our second farm job, which was doing truffles, right? We were work, we were, it was the opposite of like the berry picking because instead of, instead of having like very little hours, we had so much hours to do. So we'd work basically eight to 6 PM, six days a week. Wow. Wow. Six yeah, days. Monday to Saturday. Yeah. Because um, it was like, like other farm jobs is seasonal work. And so for truffles, there's only this specific season where there's a lot of truffles and you have to dig them up. Otherwise they will rot in the soil. Yeah. So we working, we work really, really crazy because um, for truffles, it's a very labor intensive job as well. From the harvesting to the washing, to the grading, everything is done by, by hand. By hand. Mm. Yeah. So towards the end, right. I was like, oh. I don't want to see a single truffle anymore. You know, yeah. I'm ready to go it's back. Not smell, it's not beautiful at all, right? The smell is, yeah, is annoying. Well, it yeah. was so strong. And, yeah. and what, what people smell is the, the, the retail grade or the good truffles, you know. What, if you smell the, the rotten truffles. The smelly ones. Holy those shit. Those damn gross, you know. Very sour. Some, every, tr- yeah, every truffle has a different smell and the rotten ones are, are very gross. They're like custard inside, you know. <laughs> and then there's like a lot of, what people don't see, right? When I harvest it, right? They're like earthworms coming out of it. Uh, insects yeah you know okay but why you don't mind me asking why didn't you just say look I'm casual I'm going to work yeah enough of farms let's go somewhere else yeah right? no you yeah. did that or instead of six days I'm going to work three days eight to six um, and then you go hire someone else for the travel farm they only hire four people every year it's a very exclusive uh, it's a family farm yeah, like, basically family farm. yeah and then it's not just a job like they really take care of us. They really care for us and the four of us are who are on the farm. So I think it's, unlike the berry farm where there's so many people, right? If I want to leave, I'm just going to leave. But for truffle, it's like, it's, it's not just a job. I feel like I'm working together with the boss because he's always around and he takes care of us. So I won't feel like, oh, I don't want to work there, I don't go to work. I feel, I'll feel bad. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but like accountable for ourselves. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Fair. Why, why, why yeah. you came back? Oh, because you want to come back. Because because just... Actually, yeah. The whole thing is like he's the one who like wants to come, you know. So I'm like, okay, whatever you do, I'll support you. My job, my my role here is like, okay, go, go, go. If you can, you go, and then I just follow you lah. For like, yeah. So um, also throughout this whole thing, I also realized that I'm more dependent on him than he's. He's not dependent on me. Like, I'm very reliant on him. And then like, I, I, I need the company. Uh. Yeah, then when he said he want to come back, then I also decided I want to come back because over here, I don't need to pay rent. I don't need to like, you know, and also jobs that are very hard to find. Corporate jobs, like they don't reply because I'm not Singapore, uh, I'm not Australian citizen. And then for like part-time jobs, there are so many backpackers. Even part-time jobs like restaurant, cafe, right? It's very selective, very hard to get in. Yeah. So like... Um, yeah, so it, we came back to the city and then we, we thought about work, wanting to work in the city, but there was like just too many people applying mm. for, for part-time jobs yeah. or like casual jobs. Mm. Right. So to be able to have higher success for jobs, you can go out further. But the thing is, I think inherently, we, we still feel very connected to the, to the city life, yeah. you know? Mm. Yeah, so that... Actually, I will, I will resonate with that. So I, um, I, I was obviously studying in, in, in Melbourne and I was applying for jobs. 
for you know casual jobs because like under a student visa you could work 20 hours a week or yeah and i was lucky so i had a couple of jobs but i was lucky because i i sold suits but the interview process so when i um went to speak to the manager we just had it outside the store because he only can come out right and then months later after he hired me i asked him why did you hire me i had no experience in selling suits i was doing tech before that right selling like apple products uh, so on and so forth so it's completely shift and he said, I had a hunch. That was it. I was, it was pure luck that I went into that because he said there were other people that applied with, you know, like came from Prada, la, I don't know where. La. So I think exactly what you said in terms of the competition, the number of people applying for those jobs and how it's very like closed. Yeah. It's so, yeah. I got completely I agree. Lucky. Like for Australia, right? You, you just need to know somebody in the company and you're almost guaranteed you can get in. It's, it's kind of like, Stupid, I hate it. I didn't like it because, you know, um, for people who, who don't really network that much, they're, they're definitely at a disadvantage, right? Because they don't know anybody. so much that you come back, right? Yeah. You, don't, you don't really want to say it, but then like, sometimes they prefer people who are more Western looking yes. for um, F&B jobs and stuff. Even yeah. though I can speak like English. Maybe even better. Or even better, yeah. yeah. It's true. But they will prefer it's picking, true. It's true. To, to pick someone who looks more English yeah, than me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's true. It's a thing, it's mm. a thing. Yeah, but we don't go there. Uh. Yeah. And later the embassy <laughs> says, yeah. So good experience, <laughs> but happy you're back? Happy. Definitely happy that, that I'm back because most of our family and friends, my family and friends are back here, right? So like they're my biggest support systems. So that's why I'm very happy to be back. And you know, nowhere else in Australia can you buy like $3.50 chicken rice, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, as much as it's a $27 yeah, million wage. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Uh, yeah. It's $13.50, right? Or something like that. Is it still that kind of pricing? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah $13.50 yeah, 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 for chicken really expensive. rice. Yeah, okay, okay, fair. But you get paid $30 an hour. La. Okay. So, so then now that you're back, right? Like, how are you doing then? Like, uh, have you got a job or like, what's the plan? Like, yeah, I'm quite curious, like, because it, it at first it was, it was like, oh, all beautiful and all, right? Then like, after that, it became like, actually, not, not so good, right? And then, then we come back. So like, what's the plan now? I, I think there is this, um, for me, right? Personally, I feel that there was this mindset, mindset shift um, when I was there. So when I was there, I, I loved the, the farm work and stuff like that. Lah, but I also had this, um, I, I reflected a lot also, I had a lot of time to reflect and I thought like, mm, actually it's, it's good to have a balance, you know, you you not necessarily have to leave Singapore. And some, sometimes when you have to step out of Singapore to, to feel that, oh, actually Singapore is, us living in Singapore, we are very like privileged, you know, we take a lot of things for granted, things like that. So when we come back, we have this, we feel that, we're definitely happy to be back. La. And personally, I think that we will still go back to Australia even in, in the near future because we, we do fulfill the requirements to apply for the second year working holiday visa. Yeah. So maybe if we go back, we can, we can just travel, we can just work and do whatever. La. I mean, that's for, for sure. me. La. <laughs> For her, I thought she, she already not, said she, I'm dependent, not, I will follow. She not confirmed. She not confirmed. <laughs> this one is a talk again. Talk again. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I mean, this is all just in the very early stages. Yeah. yeah we just, yeah. like, we have options. Yeah, we have options. But you don't realize these things until you're out of it, you know? Only when I'm there, then I realize, oh, I'm actually very privileged in Singapore. I can... Can you give me some tangibles? Like, like how, how is it privileged here? Um, it's very, very easy. Cannot say very easy, but it's easier to get a job here because of my citizenship. Yeah, I think that was a really, really big thing for me that I didn't, really, I didn't realize that 
how important the citizenship thing is. Yeah. Because my uncle made it sound so easy, right? Everybody else can get a job there. Yeah, just can FIFO, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. If you think about it in the long term, right? You, if, if we're going to come back to Singapore eventually, working corporate in Singapore would definitely be better than working um, corporate in Australia because you, in Singapore, you get CPF, right? In Australia, you don't get CPF. You still need your own self top up. Then they still take you. They still tax deduct you, your, your wages. And then AUD is also lower dropping. So yeah. like there's- We do get super in Australia. Yeah, we do get super yeah. and we can we can take it up at the end. Wait, why is super? Super annuation is CPF. Yeah, it's like a retirement fund. Okay, yeah. super, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> and what else? Yeah, and I think um basically the we are still more familiar with the corporate- system scene here. Yeah, the corporate scene in Singapore yeah, yeah. you know they speak your sa- the same lingo you go to Australia you might have a bit of that cultural difference you know the way they talk the way they handle things things like that okay interesting so do you feel like this experience has kind of helped you in some ways to like decide on your next phase of life decide yeah. in my next phase tell yeah. me a lot uh. I knew what I wanted actually because I always thought I quit initially because I had no progression, right? And I, same lah, no fulfillment, kind of nonsense. But then, when I After went- I washed toilet for three months, I'm uh, oh, very fulfilling. Yeah, this it's actually, <laughs> every, <laughs> every job, right, helps someone. As long as you don't like, do anything like, um, illegal lah. So I was just thinking, actually, I don't really have to find a job that gives me fulfillment. I just need to find a job that pays me. Yeah. So now my job search, right, is really like to apply for anything that pays me and pays well. I think that was a very big shift. And isn't something that I, I realized myself when I was in Singapore. Only after I go over, then I I think, okay, I just need money. I just need money. Yeah. So and every every job is honest. It's an honest job. Like, honestly, you, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's a bit different because uh, um, over there, right, I talked to a few other backpackers or maybe or some Australians also and I realized that they, they never take their main job seriously. The reason why is because of tax. So if you earn above a certain in- income bracket, right, they get taxed even more. So a lot of them do a lot of side hustles for cash because you don't, you cannot tax cash, mm, right? It's a great economy. Yeah, it's yeah. A, yeah so um, they, they just cruise their main job and then they, they hustle for their own side gigs and their, their passions and stuff like that. And, and I really feel that, why can't I just do that in Singapore, right? I just do my, I do my job well. Basically just work, 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 work. Yeah, just do work. the bare minimum? Yeah, la? not the bare minimum, just. He got the job already. Yeah, just, just do well, you know, do well. And then try to, try to spend more time um, working on the things that you like. So for me, I, I, I like to, I want to pursue like photography, right? So mm-hmm. I would try to do that um, on the weekends, shoot on the weekends, edit after work kind of things like that. Yeah. So the work-life balance is what you're looking at now. Yeah. So yeah, watch our next episode. <laughs> work-life balance. <laughs> Always about work-life yeah. balance. The work-life balance. <laughs> and, and to me, I, I stopped trying to find fulfillment in my job, but I, I try to see- I think that's more important than work-life balance. It's just really about detaching your mirror of needs, right? From work. Right. Um, what I feel is right now is I, if I have a goal to pursue, right, that, that pursuit and, um, is, that is really my purpose, basically. It's the journey that is more meaningful than the end goal. That's what I feel. Okay. Okay. Fair. Fair. 
Yeah, so cliche, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. It's fine. Did you guys? Did, with me, yeah. Yeah? did you yeah. have this thought before you went to Australia? Like, how did this? No, I, I didn't have it at all. But before that, I I just even though I had a lot of time, right? I I just wasted. I just play games every day and then just hang out. Yeah, and then. Dude, he stay at home I, I, and work, right? Yeah, I say a lot. You know, I say I want to do this, I want to do that, but I never ever take the first step. Yeah, I think it's not just me, but a lot of people also prefer scared Wait, so, of taking so the first step. Wait, so is he stopped playing games now? At home? We just came back, la, so okay, I don't okay. know. So we'll see. La. We'll see. 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 Is this is this a thing? You know, should I do it? Provided they're under thirty, lah, right? That's why the age is important. That's why in the opening they say they're age, right? Because thirty and all, it's, this is out, right? This is not an option. Okay, so uh, sorry that you listen fifty minutes, then like, eh, this one cannot. Sorry, okay, but but you, you still can if you still can. Still can, still can. Other yeah. type of visas. Okay, yes, okay. Can. Like what? Like what? Like the skill independent visa. Partner um, visa. Yeah, partner visa. But not working holiday, lah. Yeah, not no. working holiday. Okay, okay. okay. Or like the short term work. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to all you nurses. Huh? Time to get out. <laughs> but yeah, so so for 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 everyone else kind of on the fence deciding like, is this worth it? Because maybe it stuns your career. Yeah. Oh. One, one year out. No, you know, there's no it? such thing as no stunting thing? your career. No so we met this um, group of, these two Argentinian couple, right? Yeah, so they are in their 30s and then they said like, um, actually this one year break won't set you back too much in life yes. because so, you have so many so many more years left right. yeah it, it really resonated what what the this they told me they said like oh if you if you really you know that you're gonna like stay in your home country and eventually work until you retire right what is two years mean to like maybe 30 years right there's nothing and in that two years you learn so much more and you really broaden your horizons you won't be in your own bubble i mean if you want to um, start and you don't know where to start you can telegram me great great <laughs> no because we post on TikTok right great, so yeah. there are a lot of Singaporeans who like DM me and some of them really went even further to mm. ask me about the process and I helped some of them the application process also nice. it's easier than like you know just listening to these things or you watch a video then you have oh I want to do this but if you don't really um, start right actually the it's very easy. I just go to the website and press apply and then you are set really. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I I do agree because um a lot of Singaporeans, I don't know, it's is it a very inherent thing. We like to make sure that we cover all bases before we yeah. take the step, you know? Right? But don't need one, just so step. a lot of people are like, oh, if you don't they just don't, they don't think about applying. They're like, how do I find a job there? How do I find a comms? Then what kind should I buy? Like things like that. When you haven't even stepped there, right? You do it. When it, was it me. started, I yeah. was that guy. And then, yeah, for me, I it's had, like, just go there and then we see how. Yeah, I had yeah. countless sleepless nights, right? Before even, before I went to Australia, just thinking about what is it going to be like over there. And then when everything happened, right, you do realize, you, you just realize that you will rise to the occasion, you know? You just, you're just experiencing it, which even though it's a bad thing or a good thing, you know, it's still an experience to yourself. It's, it's something uniquely yours and somehow everything just work out, you know? Yeah, things will never go to plan never yeah you just need to see if the timing is right and you just do just go for it yeah and actually the things that we planned to do there we did nothing of 
Yeah, we went to surf. We went to work in a wine, uh, in a winery, pluck pink grapes and shit. Yeah, but no, no we did none of that. They chose raspberries. Yeah, raspberries and raspberries. chose us. We didn't choose raspberries. Yeah, you found your colleague. Yeah, yeah. And and to be fair, even though things didn't go as expected, we still feel that it was equally fulfilling, and it's even more like because it's unexpected and you know how things fall into place like that it, it makes a very good story to look back into as well and a very, it's, it's definitely worth the experience for sure for sure so just do it just go on a working holiday visa <laughs> nice love it yeah, yeah so I think it's come to the end right I think things are really good thanks for sharing your story I think there's a lot of interesting stuff So so this is the story of our car la, basically. Um when we went over there, our first like one of our top priorities is to get a car because you need a car to travel around Perth, right? Or even to other areas of yeah, Australia. Cycle, huh? Cannot cycle. <laughs> And when, when on Google really laborers, what you want them to cycle somehow? <laughs> no, it's very funny. On Google Maps, right, it says like five, minutes, five drive. minutes drive, but then it's equivalent to like 30, 30 minutes, minutes walk. walk. And the walk, right? Okay, I think you never walked before. I got walked before. So, right, you know, um, in Singapore, you, you use Google Maps and they ask you to walk. There's a path to walk one. But in Australia, right, even though the, is, there's a walking path, right, it's like the road, like beside the car one. And, and then I thought like, okay, maybe, maybe it's like grass. No, it's like literally the car path. Yeah, so even if it's walking, right, it's not really walking. Yeah, so. Welcome to the world. Uh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why you're so lucky you're in lucky. Singapore, yeah. you know. Everything the government makes sure that when it's a walking path, there's like road for you to yeah. step on. Because they want you to walk. Okay, but that's a different <laughs> issue. <laughs> yeah. so, so what we did was, um, we don't have any knowledge about cars, but we really need to find a car, right? So we, uh, we went on Facebook Marketplace and then we saw this car. Um, it was listed 6,500, okay? And the pictures looks all legit, you know? Looks legit. It's very nice. But it's a very old car. It's like 2005 Mitsubishi Outlander. Yeah, the story of our 2005 Mitsubishi Outlander. Yes. So first thing is we immediately... And, and because um there was an influx of backpackers coming into Australia, right? So all the good cars, right? They get snapped up really fast. So you have to act fast on it. Eh? So immediately I see the car. I text him, I'm nearby. Can I view the car now? And then, okay... He said, come, come and see. So I went over, I look at the car to, to like an idiot who doesn't know any car, right? It just looks fine. You know, it drives, it's good. And then I just, uh, and he's willing to give me a discount. So in the end, we bought the car for 5,600. You didn't do checks? No. To me, it's like, <laughs> it runs. Okay. And it runs, right? It's smooth. It's okay. I, I don't know what to check. You asked me to open the engine bay. I look at it. Okay. No, no, you have to call someone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, now that we was, know. That was um, a lot of advice that people give. Like you have to get like somebody who knows cars to do checks. But for us, we we were we were in a rush. Yeah, we needed to meet like a friend that that day, and then we needed a car, so we went to buy the car. Yeah. So we bought the car already. Everything runs smoothly. Cash, right? Yeah. Okay. Cash. Everything runs smoothly, and then. After we went down to Pemberton, which was a three and a half hours drive, right? Um, 
one week later, the one of the hose, it connected to the engine that was delivering the coolant, it burst. And then the engine overheated, the engine hit warped and it broke down on the freeway. Yeah. Oh my God. So first thing was panic, basically. But luckily, the, we, I managed to swerve the car to the, to the side of the freeway so it doesn't block any cars, right? Next thing, I called my car insurance and then they were, they were get, getting a tow truck down. And then because it was like regional Australia, right? We waited two hours in the car for the tow, tow car to come. And then we came back. The car couldn't start at all. Like it just refuses to start. So no car cannot go to the farm. But thankfully we had backpackers who, who owns cars. So we just tompang their car to, to work. But the thing is, there was only one mechanic in that small town. And then when I went to him, he quoted me 4,000 to do a one-for-one engine head swap. And... And in my mind, I was thinking, La, should I just toss the car and go and buy another car? But, or should I just repair it? Yeah, and, and I chose to repair it because if I want to buy a car, I have to go back to the city to buy another car. Yeah, and because I'm desperate for a car, right? If I go up, I might get another shit car, you know? So I decided to repair. And it took one and a half months. So for the entire Barry um, season, season, right? We didn't have a car. We were just relying on other people. No wonder yeah. she went to the motel quickly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wise choice. Wise choice. Yes, yes. So it took one and a half months because he ordered the engine head from the city and it was backdated. So I paid for the transport fee, you know, paid for the transport fee here and then the transport fee back to, to swap the engine head. And then he fixed everything up. Whatever I earned in that farm, right? I just gave it to him at the end of them. Yeah, when it was fixed. So that was um, one of the most painful thing lah, right? But that was not it, you know? So it was running smoothly for another five months until we finished our farm work. We come back to the city, right? Suddenly the, the, the car started to make, shake a lot. So we went to another, um, and we went to another me- mechanic and then I, I suspect it's the engine mount. So may- maybe the engine mount slips so the, the engine shakes when we change gear, right? So we got that fixed for 600 bucks. But then that was not the, the main issue. The main issue was the transmission box. This, you, maybe you explain this story because you, you were the one who experienced it. So I went now. to pick up the car on a Tuesday. And then um, when I picked up the car, it was a bit like dodgy, like still like shaking. So I called the mechanic, I told him like, I think it's a problem. And then he called me 3K to fix. And then at the point in time, I'm like, no way am I going to fix it because I'm going back in like uh, one month. Because uh, this time we came back, we already bought the ticket because we were back for a wedding, right? So I was just thinking, okay, we'll think about it after the wedding. So I said, I don't want to fix it. Then I asked him, I asked him, can I still drive the car? He said, yes, you can still drive the car. So in Australia, right, for backbreakers, it's like, if the car can move, means can use. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's, that's my thinking also. Then at first, uh, I don't I was a bit scared, but then I kept thinking, okay, I'm a backpacker. If the car can move, I can use. So I drove the car home. And then the next day, I wanted to go for a class. So I drove it and then... At every traffic light, right, when I start the car, right, the front of the car will like, like that, you know? Yeah. And then it got to a point where it was so bad, right, where the stuff in my car all like shifted. I thought I was going to die. Like the car just, and then like, I was like, holy shit. But then I'm, I'm still a strong believer of the, if the car can move, still can use. So I continued driving, driving, right? Until suddenly, right, it just stopped. Yeah, in the middle of an interjection, right smack in the middle. In the city, lah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. in the city, not yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I just like shit. And then when I um try to start the car, I it just didn't move. Oh. yeah. And 
like, it was the scariest because he wasn't there. It was the first time like driving and the car breaking down in the middle of the road. Ma. Yeah, then I had to wait for a tow truck and then they said it was the plug. There was a plug that was disconnected. Yeah. So, and then we thought it like, huh? So was it a spark plug? Or? No, it wasn't. It was basically the transmission box that got damaged. So the car can reverse, but it yeah, cannot so go forward. Yeah, so then it plugged it back. But it can move so technically, just reverse or drive reverse. Cannot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we get fine on the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so in the end, the car can reverse. Yeah, and then yeah. it costs, I think, about 6000 to to, to fix. fix the transmission box. Mm. But we are so deep into, like, we invested so much You've money into it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Also, I, I said yeah. I said we just have to cut it you know it's already you know and it's pointless so I decided to list it on Facebook Marketplace as, as it's faulty la, and some guy for, who owns a dealership bought it for yeah. 2000 so I think in total we spent almost more than 10k in, on that car but we sold it for 2k so a lot of money gone and that's why we feel like there was really no it's point time. yeah it's time to come back car scam is a thing uh. Legit, legit. I don't think yeah. he was scammed. I think no. the previous guy didn't know. Yeah. So. Okay, yeah. okay. Because he used dealer, it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, because like, I think in, in, in Vietnam, there are a lot of people also do yeah. that. A lot of backpackers, they yeah, buy and sell. Just avoid buying old cars because when it's old, a lot of parts need to repair. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, honestly, you should check. So I own the, I paid 3,900 because I paid cash. If I paid by card, it was 4,100 or something like that. Uh, for a 2001 Vectra. This was way back in 2011. It ran until 2020. Wow, nice. So bring it to the car check. So, yeah. So the guy I bought it from, um, yes, he was a dealer, but he was also my mechanic. So, uh, and he gave me two years warranty on anything on the car. Um, so I said, okay, I'll buy it now. Okay. Um, today's episode is sponsored by <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Lim, right? Yeah, no, but I, I do agree. Like for, for big ticket items like cars, you really cannot go cheap on it. And if, and yeah, you have to do your... Must do the check. Yeah, your due diligence. Uh. I don't think it's due diligence. Just go and do the check. Right? Honestly, just it's go okay with check. an old car. Just go and check. Yeah, let's go and check. Okay, okay, yeah. great. It's, okay, but ironically, right, when before we left for the for, to Pemberton, right, I got a mechanic to check the car and did a major service. And he he didn't find anything faulty. Oh, so he's the faulty one. Maybe. <laughs> he did it or something yeah, happened during the drive. It was, it was just really bad timing. Right? Yeah. All. Like, no one could expect the holes to burst. Man. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And then after transmission also. It's, yeah, it's just falling apart. I think we just, we really stretched it thin. Man. Like we just yeah. used the car all the way. Huh? Well, you're back. You can take a train. You know, no need to. No you need can, car you can walk now. Yeah, yeah can walk on pavement. <laughs> 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 this one, you only spent 10,000 in Singapore to get the, the yeah, paper. Right. 125. Yeah. Such a you know? Oh, 150. Yeah, yeah. No, it's about COE. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. COE. COE. All time is all yeah. time oh, it's crazy. Yes, yes. Yeah, so that's a different topic for another day. Yeah, in closing, um, if anybody want to connect with you, where can they find you guys? I can find us on... Okay, find me on Instagram. Kaloa, K-E-R-L-O-W-E-R. -E then we can see from there. If I like you, I will... No, I'm kidding. I will help you. <laughs> No, she's like, not kidding. You better be nice if you're asking for help. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can find me on TikTok or Instagram also. Uh, it's Jux Jordan, J U X J O R D A N. Okay, good. Right. Welcome back to Singapore. Thank Wish you. you all the best. Good to be yes, back. Yes, yes. Macha, the minister or something. Yes, like. yeah. yes, yeah. yes. Welcome. Huh? Okay, okay. Oh, my <laughs> so, cannot, cannot. I don't want to take over. Huh? Okay, meanwhile, take care. You know, if you decide to go for that, great. If not, you know, there are many other options around, right? So, with that, that's the end of today's episode. We'll see you next week. Bye.